Welcome to the Catch Up Podcast, where Christian friends come together to catch up and explore God-centered conversations. Our goal is to inspire, share stories, and deepen our faith in light of the gospel. Without further ado, let's journey together in this week's episode of the Catch Up Podcast. This is Joe's heart rate level. It's much <laughs> higher, you see, on average. My favorite verse is Joshua 1.9, be strong and courageous. There you go. Okay. That's perfect. Okay. Are you, right. are you cereal right now? I'm cereal. I'm, I'm very cereal right now. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe I saw that on your laptop. Maybe I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, Joe. Okay. It is never a dull day on the Catch Up Podcast. Thank you so so much for listening in on, on the Catch Up Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Joseph. This is uh, my co co host, Mark. <clears throat> yes, my name is Mark. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was drinking Alani. Just drinking Alani new. <laughs> By the way, Alani, please sponsor us. Please sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the, uh, these are our, our guests today, Rebecca and Ethan. Do you want to introduce yourselves? Say hi. Hi, I'm Rebecca. It's nice to see all you guys. Not really, but <laughs> it's nice to be here. Yeah, and uh, I'm Ethan Wisden. Uh, you can't tell right now, but I am a little bit taller than this guy. Right just, here. just a little bit, not much. So, it's not. So. <laughs> I'm like six foot, probably. You know, yeah. like in my he's head. He's like six yeah. nine, and he's like seven. Foot. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, I like that. Yeah, I like basically that. Basically, six nine is like the new like six ten. Though, That's, if you're six ten, you might as well round it up. So, like, basically, well, is, there, just, is there such thing as six twelve? I'm just like, I just want to. I tell people I'm five twenty four all the time. <laughs> And they get so confused. They're like, <laughs> they're like, what? Yeah, they're very, they get confused. It's a different metric system. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I would say he's just living differently. Yeah. That's... <laughs> anyway, Joe? Dude, well, man, okay, so, I mean, to talk talk about our topic today, I mean, today we're really just talk, talk, talking about talking about Jesus, right? Mm. I mean, kind of kind of uh, looking looking in re- reverence to, uh, to the... Uh, just to the birth of Christ, it's uh, obviously coming up on December 20, 25th. Yes. It's not necessarily officially the day that Jesus was born, but it is the day that we celebrate it. Oh, hot um, take. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting, we're starting early with this stuff. Wait, what? You got to get a button. Hot take alert. Hot take. <laughs> we'll just, yeah, we'll start. Yeah, we'll have the, you know, flam, 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 you know, just kind of. Get a sound bite, for sure. Yeah. So I'll make my own sound bite. It'll be like, hot take. <laughs> <laughs> just like, a, yeah. Anyways. Okay. But that that is topic we're talking about but before we get into that let's kind of go around how are ethan rebecca how are y'all doing what what are y'all up to nowadays what's kind of going on christmas break right yeah doing pretty good worked all week so glad that we're done with that (laughs) (laughs) you're like i'm not coming back i'm putting christmas break (laughs) (laughs) uh i've I've been doing good uh really solid week had a great bible study on wednesday uh uh, y'all too real make it i don't know if if, if you're aware about it but it was it was amazing so (laughs) It was amazing. Um, my fiance went home yesterday, so a little bit sad, but I'm um, going to see her again in a couple weeks. So I'm looking forward to that. All right, yeah. man. All right. Nice. Man, well, thank you all just so much just for be, being on here. Ethan, yeah. two, two-timer mount. Now yeah. you're the se- second yeah. time. Thank I wasn't here last back. week. Oh, dude, abso- absolutely, mm-hmm. man. Just please don't take take my place. Okay, don't don't fact, let Mark kick me fun out. Fun fact. <laughs> And so please don't take offense at this. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. But Ethan has been here in the podcast two times now, and Sai has been in the podcast one time. We love you, Sai. We love you, Sai. <laughs> we get it. Though. Please yeah. note that is what Mark said. I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to edit this one out. I'm just oh, going to cut the <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
Dude, no, but that's that's good. That's that's awesome. You know, and I think it's just you know me me and Mark talk talk about this. We love we love having people on just around around our age stuff like that because it's like we are struggling to get together. <laughs> it is it is like it is a great time in our life, yeah. but like we're also we're working. We're yeah. doing, we're doing we're doing stuff. Ethan, dude, congratulations on the engagement. I appreciate again. that. That's Thank awesome, you. Right? Thank you. Um, Thank you. But dude, yeah, man, yeah. When's so. The wedding? Uh, uh, no, no, for sure. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) On the record, uh, yeah, no. I mean, uh, (laughs) so like within like this next month, we're really gonna nail down a date, but it's gonna be in the summer, probably towards the end of June. So, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Emily Wisden. Emily Wisden. Yeah, it has a nice (laughs) ring to it. It has a nice ring to it. That's nice, bro. Anyways. Man, so I mean kind of kinda and going going into our topic, you know, I think one of the best best ways we can start talking about Jesus, obviously, that is he is our he is our savior. He is the one that has brought brought us into uh the kingdom of Christ, into the fa- family of Christ. Um, you know, Ethan Rebecca, can you kind of tell us a little bit? You don't have to, you know, you don't have to share your testimony if you don't don't want to, but you kind of church church ba- background, how y'all kind of little maybe a short bit of how you kind of came to be here. Yeah. Um, but Um, So honestly, I wasn't a Christian until about two years ago, and it was only because my grandmother passed, and we started going to a home church that my uncle was leading. Mm -hmm. And once he kind of started leading it, we felt more encouraged to go to to church because we had family in there, and it was nice to go in there and not be strangers. And my parents had never been consistent with it. And um, so we got on a consistent kind of route and started going and I don't know, I was listening to one of his sermons one day and it clicked. I don't I don't huh. even know how to explain the feeling. It just clicked and I felt the Holy Spirit. Wow. And I was like, all right, this is it. <laughs> so I got baptized a week later. Wow. And for the past two years, I've been a Christian and praying and we've hit a lot of rough times. And mm-hmm. it's been interesting to watch how I would have handled them before I was a Christian to now when something goes wrong, I'm like, okay, God, what do I need to do? Instead of, ooh, <laughs> we're going to push this to the back burner yeah, and continue yeah. doing life. And then we'll, in six months, we'll deal with all this. <laughs> so yeah. it's been really interesting. And especially since I have a couple of friends that are atheists, it's interesting to be surrounded by what I believe I used to be like all the time. And it's interesting to tell them what I've been going through and how they've noticed changes or how my parents have. It's And it's, and it's interesting to have that kind of fellowship to talk about mm, it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my testimony personally. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That that's is awesome. awesome. That is really <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, a little, I mean, I talked about it a little bit last week. Um, I got saved about three years ago um, in high school, my, my junior year of, of high school. And just the the zeal or the zeal. I'm sorry, not zeal. What's zeal? <laughs> that, that's like the the chase, the pay. I don't know. Not zeal. I use zeal. <laughs> I'm talking about zeal. Oh, Man, my zeal is on just just going for the Lord when I got saved. Um, talked about this last week. Mm-hmm. Started bringing my Bible to school. Lost yeah. all my friends. Just like was the. I mean, I already stick out already. I'm seven foot, but even all the more you see a seven foot kid sitting at at lunch with his Bible out. I mean, come on. I mean, you don't see that every day. So, but, uh, uh, he's, he's just, he's really done such a work in my heart and my life and, you know, just being renewed by the spirit, you know, putting off the old man, putting on the new, um, that that's been huge in, in my, in my growth of, and also Jude three, you know, contending for the faith that was once and for all delivered to the saints. And we were just talking about apologetics. That was beautiful. It's like one of my favorite verses for apologetics, but, mm. um, what else did you say? Oh, just kind of, um, yeah, just kind of in, in, uh, kind of summation, like how you, how you kind of came to be here, a little right. testimony in yeah. church. And- yeah. So, um, 
I've always, I've been pretty nomadic throughout my life. I haven't really been set in, in one place for a long time. I mean, I've, I've spent a lot of my life in Amarillo, but you know, being saved, I haven't mm-hmm. been planted in, in a church, you know, mm-hmm. since I've been saved the longest I've been in a church, it was like eight months or so. So, um, you know, that's, that's been, uh, you know, weird to navigate, but, um, something that's like unique to my story. Um, but how I got to Redeemer was Mark, he invited me. I was looking for a gospel centered church. Um, I know this isn't about the, the podcast isn't about Redeemer, but great church, um, got plugged in here. Mm. Um, and, um, I praise God that, uh, God used Mark to lead me here and for their community here. It's just been yeah. amazing. So, yeah, very nice. Damn. Really <laughs> glad you're here, bro. But yeah. Um, do you have anything? Oh man, no, just say thank thank you both just for willing to share that. Yeah. And like it's it's always it's encouraging to see how well and two both for the both of y'all where you know you made you made that shift and there was there's evidence of sacrifice yeah. in your life, you know, of like and the, the biggest thing is always I I don't think it's uh un- uncommon. I think it's it will unfortunately, but also more fortunately happen to everybody where when you choose choose Christ, you're saying he is he is the Lord Lord of my life, he's the person I'm following all those other people you're with, like you said, those friends, I, I had that too. Just, yeah. and it, it's so weird. It doesn't even happen intentionally. It just kind of no. happens, yeah. Yeah. you know, it's, uh, and I think that's all evident that we're all, we're all following some kind of God in our lives, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. then the moment you turn away from their path, dude, you start, you start on that right yeah, one. Right. So quick question though, for, for both of y'all. So like when you guys, you said like when you came to faith and you started losing friends, were you guys discouraged at the time of like, oh man, so it's, this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. This is what's happening yeah. if you like, if I turn to Christ. How did that, how did y'all find joy in Christ and fulfillment in Christ while experiencing losing friends? Honestly, to me, it was understanding that I never even felt like I lost them. Like I realized I mm-hmm. lost friends along the way. But to me, I was like, I gained a best friend. So mm-hmm. if I had yeah. to lose a couple of friends, they weren't ever really my friends. Dang, so I kind of rationalized good. it. Right. And once yeah. I started doing that, I told my, I even have, I currently have an atheist best friend. <laughs> and I told her, I was like, he is my number one. If you yeah. don't like it, then we can stop being friends. But Dang. I'm going to be completely wow. upfront that Jesus Christ is where I'm going. Yes. And yeah. so that's it. And she'll send me Christian TikToks and we'll have deep discussions about it. And she's never, ever turned away from it. She was the first person to ask me about my baptism. She Whoa. was, yeah. So I've always kind of had that best friend that's with me through thick and thin. And then the other ones I lost, I just assumed mm. God was pulling them out of my life for a reason. Yeah. 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 Dang. Yeah. That's pretty nice, man. Wow. wow. That's, I mean, that's awesome that you have, um, you know, friends who aren't Christians. I think that that's encouraging for a lot of Christians, mm-hmm. um, you know, out there who maybe are just being secluded to, uh, you know, other Christians around them, which is an amazing thing, uh, you know, but it's also good to have other relationships, uh, you know, that can be healthy, you know, have, yeah. you know, challenge each other, um, especially, you know, your atheist friends and stuff like that. You know, a lot of my, my family are non-Christians. Um, I, I have a sister, she's uh, amazing, beautiful inside out. Um, but not a Christian. Uh, and you know, we've, we, we have healthy discussions about Christianity and the truth of it and the truth of Christ. Um, and you know, I, the, those types of relationships are, are ones that we need more and where we can, you know, come together and, and talk about things and like contend and test and weigh things. Um, so that's awesome for you. Uh, something for me, um, at the beginning, you know, you asked that question about, you know, like being discouraged. Um, 
Luke 9 was like already really big in my, in my journey, you know, when Jesus was saying, if anyone would come after me, you know, let them deny themselves, pick up their cross and follow me daily. Um, you know, and going on to say, you know, uh, for what is a man profited if he gains the whole world, loses his soul? Mm. Um, whoever's ashamed of me and my words, the son of man will be ashamed of him when he comes in his glory. Um, and that really resonated uh, with me deeply. And I was like, man, you're right. What, what, it, like, what good is it if, if, if I, you know, gain the world or gain all these other things around me to, you know, please others or, you know, you know and these things becoming idols in my life. If I lose, you know, salvation or, or, you know, Jesus, the one, you know, who wants relationship with me, who, you know, came down, brought, you know, a, a means of salvation for us. Like there, there's no good in that and there's nothing worth that price to pay. So that was already from the, from the jaunt jump not i don't know what jump means <laughs> jump impl- implemented uh in me so yeah so that's pretty nice yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's true yeah. and it's like um once you have crisis like um, one of you um one of my mentors always tells me is like crisis like the one treasure that you've always been looking mm-hmm. for so once you find that and once you attain like not even attain but like once you're i don't know like exposed to that you just can't get enough of it yeah. so like you you're like, well, this is the real thing. I mean, I could lose the whole world, like you're saying. It's like, I, I have the best thing in the world right now, Amen. so I'm gonna stick to that. Yes, yes. And that's like, that's the most beautiful part about like being a Christian, is that um, we that we we get to have this joy of finding satisfaction in Christ. That though we might lose a lot of friends, mm-hmm. regardless, right. we're yeah. not gonna lose Jesus. Amen. You know. So, but yeah. So I just I'm just glad like we all like kind of. I don't know. I, I think the listeners can like see mm-hmm. the similarities mm-hmm. of like our experiences of yeah. like, yeah, well, Jesus Christ, Christ is better. Mm-hmm. So I could yeah. lose literally <laughs> everything, even friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as long as I have Christ, I am good. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. So, but yeah. That's good. He is our cornerstone for sure. Yes. Amen. Oh my yeah. gosh. That's true. That is awesome, and well, so in, in that in that in that light of you know, like you said, like me being being our cornerstone, being being our hope. Um, what are like, you know, kind of, you know, we've kind of talked about some of the stuff in our, in our past and kind of in recent days, like, have y'all, uh, I think this is, I think this is a good question for all of us in light of, uh, just the holiday season, stuff like that. It's, it's not, it's not always, it's a really joyful time. It could be a really gr- grieving time too. Um, there's, uh, have you, have you seen just evidence, evidence of, uh, grace and, and hope from Jesus, like in these, these past couple of weeks? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like. I don't know. I, <laughs> I've i always been called a very positive person, mm-hmm. which sometimes is to my detriment. But in case of, I just see simple things. And to me, that's the light of God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I go to the Randall County Clerk's office and I see all those officers and I know them by name now, and I come in and we talk about Jesus as they're scanning my purse and the mm-hmm. little metal detector thing. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's simple things like that, that I'm reminded that, I mean, Christ is every season, obviously, but it's in this season that I feel like everybody kind of tries to at least take a pause and soak it in a little bit deeper just because this is the time that we're celebrating it for. Yeah. Yeah. But everything else, I just notice holding doors open or Mm -hmm. saying a nice word to somebody that you don't need to and simple things like that. I'm like, that's Christ acting through people. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that's good. That's good. And it's it's serving his people. It Mm -hmm. It really is. It is. Yeah. So you're being that salt and light, you know. Um, yeah. Again, a, a lot of my reform friends are going to disagree with me in this one, but like, there's a there's a <laughs> phrase there's a phrase that people um, go to where it's like you're like the only Jesus that um, that uh, people might see. So it's like in this world, you know, like um, 
again, like, I don't know if you guys heard of uh, Sadie Robertson yeah. uh, speaking in passion last year, but uh, Sadie Robertson basically, so she had a phone and she was like, okay, like turn on your, um, so she was like, go to your camera and then uh, try to record and have your flash on. So we, all of the, all of the people in the arena, arena did. And literally the whole arena is filled with light. And she's like, that's what you're supposed to be in the world. Now try to now try to uh, switch that um, to to your front face camera or something like that, and everyone did, and the whole arena went dark. And she was mm. like, "Well, that's what happens whenever we don't show our light to the world." So I think you being, I mean, all of us here being mm. an ambassador for Christ means a whole lot. You know, like oh, yeah. I think in Wednesday night, like I love, like just I love the conversation that we had on Wednesday night. Um, but like wherever you are at, like. Whatever place you're in, like God's put you there for a reason. Mm-hmm. That is to be a soul and light as an ambassador for Christ, right. yeah. you know, to be his representative. So that's amazing that people in your workplace are seeing that. Yeah. And they, you know, like you, I hope that you're opening conversations with people there. Yeah. What's actually amazing about where I work is mostly every there, everybody there that works there is a Christian. Oh, wow. So oh, wow. we awesome. get into those conversations oh, wow. all the time at work. And yeah. so we're talking about Christ or when we bring up Merry Christmas, we get into spiritual conversations and it's just on a whim. Mm. And That's cool. That's <laughs> like cool. I'll be holding coffee and I'm talking about those Jesus Christ in the ones. middle of the hall. It's amazing. And so for me, I think it's just being able to find those people. And of course, it's nice to have people that challenge you. Yeah, for but sure. it's even better to have people that you can talk to and get reaffirmation in your faith all the time. It's yeah. kind of nice to work in a place that does that now. Oh, it is. And we're we're at a we're in a war and we can't we can't win without yeah. other soldiers. You yeah, know, yeah. and it's you know, for we're sure. we're here we're here we're here to get to get together and fighting against against that darkness and like yeah. I said, being that being that light in this world. So mm-hmm. yeah. it's good. Ethan, evidence of grace, bro. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, wait, say that again. Evidence of grace. I'm sorry. Evidence of grace. Yeah. <laughs> this is an interrogation. I, it's okay. okay. <laughs> uh, evidence of grace, man. It's all about Jesus. We're, we're sitting here, you know, at this time of the year, specifically celebrating the, the, the birth of Jesus and, you know, kind of just getting quiet and just, um, you know, even for like, you know, uh, you know, the secular view of Christmas, it, you know, it's a lot about joy and, uh, like peace and stuff like that, you know, themes that like are brought with Christ. It's, it's all about Christ, but mm-hmm. even, even, uh, you know, uh, as, as, uh, from a secular point of view, mm-hmm. you still see these themes of, of, uh, peace and joy, but, you know, um, we know that, that, that God is, is our source of, of peace and joy. And, you know, the, the, I'm glad that like that, that's still, uh, being presented, you know, and out the world through Christmas and like, you know, mm-hmm. this, the spirit of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like seeing that and then also, uh, you know, being able to witness to other people about that, you know, like what, what is that about? You know, like, mm-hmm. why are you, why are we talking about, you know, like uh, joy right now and, mm-hmm. and, you know, peace and, and hope, especially like things like that, um, mm-hmm. around this time, you're like, why are we talking about that? Um, you know, and, and, you know, there's, uh, maybe more opportunities that you'll see to, that you can present to people about yeah. Jesus specifically around the Christmas time. You see more people in church, you know, I've, I don't, I'm sure y'all <laughs> heard of the priesters uh, Christmas, <laughs> and people who just yes. come to church, oh, yeah, you mm-hmm. know, on, on, on a Easter and, and, and stuff, you know, a lot of them don't know Jesus Yeah, and a lot of them get there and they hear about Jesus. I've, I've, I've heard testimonies of people, you know, who, who didn't know Jesus, who haven't, you know, heard the gospel and called on Jesus. Um, and they go to like a church service, they, they see the beauty of Christ in it. They, they hear the gospel, mm-hmm. they see the living hope of mm-hmm. that our God presents and brings, you know, when he came down, you know, t- uh, to earth for us in, in a little manger. 
um, and they get saved. So praise God for that. There, that's that's a picture of of, of you know hope. Uh, uh, you know that that we see in grace to those, um, and, and Christ works through that um, big time this year. So yeah. yeah. That's facts. I mean, big time this time of year, not just this, this year. <laughs> so You've just been sitting all okay, never mind. Oh my gosh. End of podcast. That's very nice. I'm glad that you kind of mentioned that, like, there's a, a there, there are Christians that goes to, like, they only go to church on holidays because that's a real thing. Yeah. And I feel like, okay, this is just me. This is, again, hot take. <laughs> but, like, um, I think we're so we're too harsh on those people, mm-hmm. I think. I mean, this is just me personally, but I feel like most of those, like what Ethan was saying, they're, maybe they're, they don't know the gospel. Oh, yeah. Maybe they're just, like, they were just, you know, grew up in a household. Like, they go to church for those holidays but i think let's let's not be quick to judge on those people like hey why are you only a christian on the holidays but like hey let's let's actually like spend our time and opportunity to actually preach the gospel to them and uh have a conversation like kind of i don't know like talk to them like hey i haven't seen you in a while or i haven't seen you ever (laughs) so can can i talk to you like you know like can i talk to you about jesus and like why why we're celebrating what we're celebrating yeah and that opens a lot of conversations and i think that's one of the best ways that we could serve them and Mm. um i'm glad you mentioned that because again they're people dissing on those people, which oh, I feel yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, we were those people. Oh, we were oh, actually we yes. were those people. absolutely. We were those people. Absolutely. <laughs> like, Amen. Going going to church out of religion at, at, yeah. instead of relationship, mm-hmm. and there's a there's a huge there's a huge difference between yeah. the, those two, you know. And it's like I go I go to my job job every every day every day because that that's the time I'm supposed to be there, and that's time time signed, you yeah. know. And but uh, that's not that's not church. That's not like this is it's yeah. supposed to going there is supposed to be a relief, yeah. You know when you get there, and especially especially for for new people, like they should feel well, well welcomed in everything um but we just got to make sure we don't have sunday uh, easter mm-hmm. services like uh yeah. uh who's that who's that one guy do you remember do you remember we talked about this with michael and he had the huge it was that huge play oh, you're talking about michael todd yeah i think so yeah 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 he yeah. had like he had this huge uh play and oh. it was yeah that was wild <laughs> Oh my, my gosh, goodness. that was so Let's great. not talk about that. Crazy. Here, Sorry. <laughs> I was like, like, you know what? No, I know what you're talking about. Yes. Dude, be up. Yeah. But yeah. sorry, if those side note. But um, that's that's amazing. That's that's you know, uh, but you know, okay, so like, so kind of, you know, again, Jesus and and in the birth birth of Christ, like, um, how how is like how would you say like how is this in, uh like in celebrating the incarnation of Christ, like how is this uh give, giving you hope? Um, so I would say the way it gives me hope, because of course I kind of went into like a deep dive study for this. Yeah. And to me, there were really three incarnations of God. Mm. So you have his birth, mm. you have his resurrection, and then you have a second coming. Mm. So to me, I think the one that gives me the most hope is the resurrection of Christ, which I know for us, we're talking about kind of the birth, mm. which is also great because it's God sending his only son to repay for something that we reject. Yeah. I mean, if we're being completely honest, everyone here wasn't born from infancy to a Christian. You right. just you can't. Right. Um, and so it's the fact that he was given to us to this earth, knowing that we would reject him, knowing that we would sin, and he was born perfect. Mm-hmm. And from that perfect, he died for us. And so I think that gives me the most hope that, I mean, I have a God that came down to earth, felt everything I feel on a daily basis, he wept at the death of Lazarus. He yeah. felt the temptation on the mountain with the devil. Yeah. Yeah. He knows what it's like to be in flesh, to know what it's like. And yet he remained perfect for me to die for me. Um, and then of course the resurrection was knowing that he came back. And from that, 
we are here and we have a path to Christ now. That's good. And even though <laughs> we've done everything wrong, we don't deserve <laughs> it. We can't earn it for sure. You mm. you can't do enough work to earn that. Mm. And he did it anyways because he loves us. Yeah, and so I think right. that gives me tremendous hope, putting on the full armor of God every day yeah. that, yeah, I'm here because he wants me here because he died for me to be here. Yeah. So yeah. that's my personal hope from all of that. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. He is a living hope after all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of talking about the, the you know, resurrection, but, uh, you know, like also the events leading up to it, like the crucifixion, I, we kind of, I mean, I, I was talking about it earlier, but about, you know, Psalm 22 a little bit um, and how significant that um, is talking about the, you know, the coming of Christ and, uh, you know, especially the crucifixion of the Messiah. Um, you know, Psalm 22 is a, um, such a prophetic uh, passage about the Messiah coming, coming down. And this was around a thousand years before Jesus, you know, around, you know, 400 years before crucifixion was even invented. Mm. Um, and it, it is a extremely detailed uh, picture of the Messiah being um, hung, hung on a cross, you know, being crucified for our sins. And then, you know, towards the end of the chapter says that all nations will come to come to, to know God because of this, mm. you know, even Gentiles. Um, and you know, it's just such a profound thing is that, uh, our, our God loves us so much. You know, we have the perfect example of love, especially in, in Christmas. A lot of people miss out on, on that. Like they don't, they don't know what true love is, but that's just like the theme is just, uh, love. just so full of love and like the warm, you know, cozy feelings, but <laughs> it's much, it's much more serious than that. Um, you know, and, and I think like the, the, this season of Advent, remembering what Christ did and, you know, talking about things like Psalm 22 or Isaiah 9 or Isaiah 9 or, you know, um, whatever it is, just like seeing Jesus uh, in the Old Testament, seeing that these things are predicted and are to come. And we see Christ coming and fulfilling these things and saying, you know, I'm the fulfillment of this. Um, it's just beautiful. And that image also can also help point a lot of people to Christ too, like through apologetics mm -hmm. and, and seeing this, it's just, um, really profound. Yeah. That's okay. good. Joe, mm -hmm. what about you? Well, like, um, what's about the incarnation that, that, that gives you hope? I, th I think it's, you know, in the, <clears throat> like in the birth, birth, birth of Christ, you know, it's, it is, it's, it's the, fruit of all the hard labor that was done, like in the old, old Testament, mm. you know, leading up protect, protecting of the, of the lineage of the seed, seed of Christ, you know, and then now, now he's fi finally born, you know, and then in that it's like, it's like, okay, our Savior, our Savior, our Savior, our Savior's here. And with like, and with the Savior be, being here, it is, it's a, it's a new, it's a, it's a new beginning, yeah. you know? And, and so, and it's so, and it's weird cause it's, I, you know, really that new, that new, that really new beginning of the new covenant that we live under now is after Jesus died, died on the cross. But from, but the, from the point of, of when he's, he's born, it's, there's this sudden real, realization, realization of like, gosh, that, that, that new, that new beginning, like it's, it's almost here. Like it's mm -hmm. so, it's so, it's so close, you know? And so, uh and so I think it's just, I don't know. I think it's just, it's an ama amazing hope, hope that like the, the hard labor that, that we have in sanctification, you know, and kind of, uh, and like when I, when I think about, about this pa past year and like the mistakes I made and everything like that, it's, I think it's, it's just that, that reminder of like, no, like Jesus, 
God, God had a plan for, for Jesus, for Jesus being, being born. He had a plan for all, for everybody in the Old Testament. He had a plan for the New Testament and so on and mm-hmm. all, all of us, you know? And so, yeah, I think, I think just kind of, kind of that new begin, beginning and just that, that continuation and plan that that's, God has. But. That's true, man. Mm. Speaking of like what you said about like plan from the very mm-hmm. beginning, isn't it kind of like interesting how like God, like throughout history, he chose that specific night to yeah. be born. Like I'm like that's one night where like mm-hmm. there's a there's no room for an end for for Christ. Like the only mm-hmm. available thing or or a space for Christ was in a manger. Yeah. Like can you imagine like why would God choose like can you even just like choose like a different night? Oh, oh <laughs> <Right>? yeah. Like <laughs> it could it could have been like a no stress normal birth, you exactly. know, like so that Mary Joseph didn't have to just run around. Exactly. But no, dude, because I, I was prepping, I was I was also like thinking about this uh, as well. Like I was like, okay, like what what are what are some of like the most fascinating about the birth of Christ that mm-hmm. rarely anyone talks about? And I think it's the fact that in his humanity, I mean in his humility. He chose to be born in that night yep. in the manger for a reason. Because, okay, so in Luke chapter 2, starting in verse 11, so the uh, the angel sh- showed up to the shepherds. And the angel said to them, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths mm-hmm. and lying in a manger. And I think what the angel was referring to here as a sign, not a baby wrapped in a cloth, but lying in a manger. And I think that symbol of Christ, the savior of the world, like being born in a manger, not in a very expensive crib, not in a very Mm. like large palace. Like he is born in a manger. Like if you guys don't know what a manger is, like a manger is like, it's dirty, it's messy, it stinks. And yet that's where we can find the savior. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a picture of like Jesus in our lives. Like we think that oh, Jesus, yeah. we can find Jesus in the best parts of our lives or like in the most yep. spiritual events or moments in our, in our, in our lives. But no, like, I mean, yes, we can find Jesus there, but for the most part, most of the time we find Jesus in the messiest, oh, yeah. the most broken, most <laughs> dirty places like we could ever be in. And that's where Jesus dwells. And I think that's where like I think that speaks volumes of like the humility of Christ, that he yeah. is willing to be amongst the broken, amongst oh. the dirtiest, yeah. amongst the rejected. Like it just, it speaks volumes about the humility of Christ. And I feel like that gives us a lot of hope of like, okay, well, if Christ is not bothered being born in a manger mm-hmm. as a baby, he's not bothered by how dirty it was, how stinky it was. What makes me think that Christ is going to be bothered about me being dirty, being filthy? Mm-hmm. Like, no, I can come to Christ. For crying out loud, he he asked a leper, you know, like he he went near to a leper. Mm-hmm. I was telling this to um, Ethan uh, last episode. It's like what, bo- like what fascinating about that specific story in that passage when he cleanses a leper is that Jesus could have healed that man from a mile away. Like he could have said like he could have like, he could have healed him through his word because we see that throughout the uh, throughout the gospels. Mm. But with this one specific leper, he chose to come near, and he just didn't do that. He touched the leper, and I feel like that speaks volumes again about the humility of Christ. He's not bothered yeah. by our dirtiness, our filthiness, or our brokenness. He comes and he chose to touch us and heal us 
in spite of who we are. I think that's the beauty of like, oh my, oh my gosh, man, I get so, <laughs> I get so umped, amped up on just just yeah. thinking of that. Like, man, that's crazy. Yeah, he's not scared away by by our, our sin. He's not scared away by our imperfection, by our dirtiness. Yeah. Like we have a beautiful picture of him coming in a manger and in such a low place, low. not not being accepted anywhere else, but like just Mary and Joseph, just like you know, running around trying to figure out like where they're gonna you know have Jesus, and mm-hmm. that must have been so stressful. Honestly, that must have been really stressful. <laughs> oh Gosh. Yeah. Very it's like you're the savior of the world. Like <laughs> well, there's no. <laughs> yeah, um, but but man, Jesus, like he's he's not he's not scared by any of the messy parts. He, that's where he lives. That's that's where Ooh. he lives. He came down. He lived here. <laughs> he, he's not scared of of the mess. He's not scared of um, the brokenness. I mean, he he's he's near the brokenhearted and the oh. lone spirit. Like. He came lowly and meek. He he didn't come to serve, uh, or I'm sorry, he didn't come to be served, yeah, but to I'm serve. Um, and like, what a loving Messiah! What a, what a, a loving Jesus that we have, you know. For a, while we were yet still still sinners, Christ Jesus died for us. Um, you know, even we talked about this last week too. Jesus <laughs> washing Judas's feet. Yes. You know, in 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 that passage, it was already talking about how Judas knew in his heart that he was going to betray Jesus. Jesus mm-hmm. still chose to get down on his knees and wash his feet. Uh, no one else would do that. No, no. one else would do what Christ would do. No. Um, and and thank God for that. That that like he's not scared of us. He's not. He he's never going to run, especially away from a, uh, especially from a sinner who's like, man, oh, yeah. I'm too filthy. I, I, I don't deserve to, you know, come before Christ. That's the whole point. You don't deserve to. Yeah, Christ yeah. said, yeah. Yeah. no, that's the whole point, but I'm right here for you. Mm-hmm. And there's grace and there's mercy and what I, you know, what I did for you. Um, you know, and like, you know, Romans three, it just, the whole book of Romans, you know, it has nothing to do with what we do. It's all about, it's all about what Christ did on that cross for us, putting our faith and trust in him. Yeah. If it was, if it was about things that we did and, and, you know, not being messy and, and going through the human life, then we'd be totally screwed. Oh yeah. Mm. Like, we'd be totally screwed. Yeah. Mm, that's facts. Um, and that's something that like, if, if that's the case, then we are no different from other religions in the world. Mm, yep. Cause yep. all religions are like, come, come to God, but clean yourself first. Yeah. But it's like, no, like in Christianity, like, no, you, you come to God to clean yourself, it's good. you yeah. know, like he it's will good. clean you. So yeah. do you have anything? Well, and what I love throughout the gospels, especially Matthew, is he's listing out all the ways where this would be what was considered perfect. So it's not that you just had adultery. It's that you looked at a woman in lust. Yeah. That's mm. a sin. Yeah. Punishable by death. Yeah. And he's like, but I'm, I'm here. <laughs> so congrats. <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. given you away now. So mm-hmm. you don't have to be this perfect. I'm not telling you that these are the things you have to do. What I'm telling you is that you can't. Yeah. You right. cannot be perfect. Literally, you can't. We you will can. never get there. Mm-hmm. He goes, so here I am to get you there because you can't do it alone. Yeah. And I know yes. that. That's facts. I'm yeah. glad you said that because, again, like I think the Sermon on the Mount, is, it's, it's, it's a great sermon. It's the yeah. best sermon ever preached here on earth. But the thing is, it's like people think like, oh, it's, it's something that I should follow. Like, mm-hmm. the, no. Like at the very end of the Sermon on the Mount, well, not the very end, but like towards the – End of the end, uh, towards the end of the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said, Be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Mm-hmm. Now, if you were like a legalistic Christian, you'd be like, ha, 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 Okay, fine, I'll do it. But if like, if you're a Christian, you're like, Whoa, wait a minute. I thought God is holy. I thought yeah. the heavenly Father is holy. Like, I, I can't be like, I can't be perfect as, as Him. But like, once you read that in light of like thinking that that's what Christ came to do is to yeah. fulfill the law for us, mm-hmm. then you're like, 
Oh, thank you, Jesus. Because yeah. yeah. I didn't know I'm, I, I'm, yeah. I didn't know I'm sinning like while lo- looking at a woman with lust. Like, yeah. wow, wow. And that's yeah. the best part because when you're going through Numbers or Leviticus and they're listing out all these rules, all these laws, 613 of them, and Jesus was like, I didn't come to abolish that. Mm, I know yeah. that's what you think I'm here for, <laughs> but I'm here to fulfill it. I'm yeah. here to be the perfect one yeah. so that when I die on that cross— I paid it for you. You don't have to follow the 613. You have to follow like one. That's good. That's it. And it's me. So congrats. And then also in Romans 3, talking about like, we can't, you can't boast in the law. You know, it's excluded. There's no boasting law. It's excluded by, by what kind of law of works? No, but by law of faith, we maintain that a man is justified by faith apart from works of the law. Yeah. Um, And, you know, praise Jesus that he came and it was a fulfillment of that, you know, because yeah, it could never be me or anyone at this table. (laughs) And even in Romans, it's, there is no one righteous. No, not one. Oh yeah. yeah. So. He he knew, and that's why he came. And I think that's yeah. the greatest hope we could have in this world. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Oh man, thank you, Jesus, and, for coming into the yes. world. <laughs> <laughs> Praise. Amen. Joe. Oh, oh, I thought no, you. Had, oh no, you had I was just like I just went to like where he was. Oh, you good? I was, I was, I was like, like I was, I was ready, man. <laughs> yeah. No, you good? No, no, I just no. I think that's all. That's just ama- amazing, and and it's it's just it's just more. It's just it's more and more evident, and I hope like just any anybody buddy listening, it's like, hey, you're you're not perfect. New newsflash, none of us are. You were made, made to be, and I'm glad I'm glad you brought up that verse too. Like for any, for anybody listening, because like I remember listening to, uh, re- reading that for the first time, mm. like when I like really came to Christ, and I got so scared because really? it, it just because it just completely obliterated any like all my belief my belief system of of like uh because like i was taught in the church church which it is true it's like hey you're not you're not i i misinterpreted that 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 ver- that mm. verse you know like of like of go, go on and go on and be, be perfect because i was i was like i was just told that that we can't be perfect we're not so much like, you're contradicting yourself what's going on yeah. <laughs> that was like oh no God. yeah when, when i first no i'm actually with you on that one like yeah, when i first yeah. read it as a christian i'm oh, like yeah Okay, wait. So what's what was Jesus is all about? Right, exactly. And then right. the more I read about it, like in light, because like they, the, someone told me that uh, the, the the Bible is not written in chapters. So it's like you gotta stop reading it in isolated from mm-hmm. all the kinds of chapters. Mm-hmm. Read it in its context as a whole. So okay. when I read that uh, when I read that verse in light of the previous verses, mm-hmm. I'm like, I see where Jesus is going here. It's like, no, I came here to fulfill this oh, yeah. law. So you don't have to be perfect. I'm going to be that perfect. And I think we have the, this picture in 2 Corinthians 5, uh, chapter 5, verse 21. You know, for our sake, he made him who knew no sin to be sin so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. So mm. like Jesus, who was perfect, he didn't know any sin, became sin on the cross. So that in him, through Christ, all of us who, have been, who are sinful will become sinless in the eyes of God through the through the uh the finished work of christ and that's like that just blows me away it's awesome yeah. Yeah. and i was like For man sure. what the heck sorry i said awesome, heck so i'm yeah. like i can't <laughs> believe you excommunicated and because that we have been justified by faith we have peace with god through our lord jesus christ mm-hmm. you know talking about yes. peace like we have peace with, with god because yeah. of, of of what he did for us mm-hmm. Yeah, praise God for that. Praise God, yeah. man. Because it God. says like we were enemies of Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like what the walking heck? as enemies of the cross, dude. <laughs> man, and, being and, the wrong side of that. <laughs> and Paul, Paul like weeps about that too. Like that's how serious it is. Yeah. The state of it. Jeez. 
I think it's oh no no and that no it is what you said like that like having a um when you realize how much you've grieved the spirit it's like it's like imagine like realizing you just disappointed your mom and then just multiply that by infinity (laughs) (laughs) it's it's basically it's basically what you're feeling for sure I mean yeah that's I think that's what the law is all about oh wow that's in Romans 3 yes Romans, yeah, it's like through the law comes knowledge of sin. It's like, how would yeah. you know that you've sinned if you didn't know the law? So it's like, when you look to the law, like, oh, shoot. Oh. Holy crap. Was mm-hmm. like, yeah. Well, and even in Romans, <laughs> to build on to that, it goes, uh, for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through mm-hmm. Jesus Christ our Lord. Mm-hmm. And so you take that and then you apply that to Matthew and you're like, oh, Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I should have died for everything, mm-hmm. <laughs> but now because of him, because of his sacrifice, we're here, and yeah. we get to speak to everybody here that maybe doesn't know or maybe does that there is a God that died on the cross for us to save yeah. us. Yeah. Yes. Amen. That's good. Dang. What the heck? Man. Yeah. Like Romans five fifteen is is like Romans is just like hits point yes. after point after point. Romans 5.15, but the free gift is not like the transgression, for if by the transgression of the one the many died, much more did the grace of God and the gift by the grace of one man, Jesus Christ, abound to the many. Yeah. You know, so it's like yeah. inverse, all like, you know, oh, it's, yeah. just, it's, it's like just insane. Poetry. It is, it is. I do love Romans for that yeah. reason. You can make it as deep as you want to or as surface. Yeah. And if you go deep, I mean, it hits everything. Yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's just beautiful. Like, it is. Like, thank you, Jesus. Think about it. Like, uh, you know, like through, like what you're saying. Because then it's like also said here, like uh, that that Christ is the second Adam, mm. right? Yeah. In Romans. Yeah. Oh. So it's like w- with Adam, through his one disobedient, everyone was affected by his disobedience. Yeah. But through Christ, through his obedience in God, it affects the entire course of human history, which just blows your mind. It's like, oh, whoa, yeah. what? <laughs> so mm. you're saying that Jesus was this, the better Adam? Like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's just beautiful, man. Poetry, baby. Yes. Yeah. Makes you fall in love with scriptures even more. Like, makes you think, like, oh, man. So everything is that, like, it's not, like, coincidence. <laughs> oh, yeah. When, when you actually, you were, like, one of the first people to tell me of, like, hey, read read the Old Testament in, in light of the pro- prophecy that, that is Jesus. Hmm. You know, when you read that, it changes it changes everything from stories to prophet, prophetic, like, yeah. instantly. You know, yeah. you start seeing G- Jesus and everything. I mean, you know? like, if you, like, if you read Exodus and, like, thinking, like, okay, this is actually, like, uh, uh, looking forward to what Christ is going to do for all of us. Like, yeah. sin is our Egypt. We are a slave to that. Yeah. And then um, when you get to, when you get to, like, the Passover, Passover lamb for mm-hmm. crying out loud, like the lamb, <laughs> you know, it's Jesus is, you know, like, it, like God even says, like, in, if you mark the doorpost with the, the blood of the lamb, like he will pass over, you know, like um, those. And then like for us, we have been marked and covered by the blood of Jesus. And I think Jesus says something in John that we have passed over from death to life mm-hmm. once we believe in him. And then like um, God also called the people of Israel to celebrate the feast of the unleavened bread. To, to remember that, hey, this is what God did when he delivered you from the oppression of the Egyptians. And when you think about the unleavened bread, you know, it, it's all like it, it doesn't have all yeah. those impurities. And oh, my gosh. OK, wait. In, oh, Come on. in Mark. Come oh, on. my gosh. In Mark. I was, oh, I was reading that today. Whoa. OK, so in Mark, 
Jesus. Okay, Jesus. Oh man. Oh. <laughs> Holy this is what we do as Christians. So in Matthew, not Matthew. I'm sorry. In in Mark 14, it says at the very beginning, it was now two days before the Passover and the feast of the unleavened bread. Now, if you're like reading that, you're just like, huh? Why would you? Why would you include that? Like, doesn't make any sense. Why would you? Say that phrase, but when you get to like the late on oh, the later parts, mm. it is the Passover feast of the unleavened bread. Like Jesus was performing the Last Supper, the first communion during the feast of the unleavened bread, and he's saying, "This is my body." He's referring to the bread himself, being pure, innocent. Like oh. this is my body, which is for you. It's like do this in remembrance of me. So like basically we're all of us Christians are like celebrating the feast of the yeah. living bread every Sunday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is blows my mind away. I'm like, holy cow, like, man, how it, it ties it ties everything together. Like oh, it's yeah. beautiful. It does. I'm sorry, I just get kicked out no, by that. It does. Like, Dude, no, I love it. Thank you. Thank you. God is so clever. Like there's like things like when you first start reading certain things like the Son of Man, like like, what does that mean, Jesus? Why, why, are you, like, why, like, why are you calling yourself this so many times? And then you go and, you know, read like Daniel 7 and see like the prophecy of the Son of Man. And mm-hmm. it's just like, like, that's just how so much of scripture is. God is so yeah. clever. Mm-hmm. And like, when you like see these things and you're like, man, I see why you, you know, did this and did that. And how yeah. this like is consistent with this. And this is like literally this and, and here, and it's just like insane. And you kind of, you know, might like start to look like a madman with like all these pinpoints <laughs> on the board, but no, it's just so true. Cause like you just see, you just see the beauty of it un- yeah. unfolded yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, not even, you know, uh, uh, the way like that, you know, it's written too is just, it's, it's, it's so concise. Like you would look at like John ten thirty and like the word R is plural indicative. Like it's just insane because uh, well, this is about you know like doctrine and trinity and people will say that yeah. like the, not that this is our discussion today, but even in things in like John ten thirty where uh, he says like the Father and I are one. The Father is singular, I singular, but R is plural, mm. and and you know so it's just like the whoa, trinity, yeah. It's just <laughs> it's just insane how you know uh, concise and precise he is about like the the, the words that he uses and yeah. how it's used and, and it just blows my mind and you think about it it's impossible for like a man to create all of this like yeah. and to yeah. tie it together and tie it all together yeah. yes it's yeah. like you have to be like next level jk rowling or jr tolkien like <laughs> yeah. type of storyteller for oh, yeah. you to like tie all of this together but yeah. man that's just beautiful bro it absolutely is Dang. makes you like man the heck? I, know. <laughs> I said it again. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta believe By the way, this is me. Like in my like every time, like I read my Bible and just like connect all the dots. I'm like, whoa, what? <laughs> but yeah, Joe, do you have anything? It's good, man. No, man. I think man, that's it. I'm glad. I'm glad how long that that was going going on yeah. for. Yes. That like everybody <laughs> was. Yes, yes. Because yes. yeah. like that's that's the goal. It's yeah. like all right. Like what? Like how can we dive dive in dive into this? Yeah. You know. Right. And so do you good, think man. like. I mean, I wish like most churches are like teaching these kinds of teachings where like they teach you like the Old Testament and like, you know, like give you some practical applications, but at the same time, hey, but also (laughs) this is Jesus. Yeah. Like if a church does that, like, bro, people will freak out, be like, oh "Oh my gosh. 
Yeah. This is why I'm a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> it would help people make connections in, in the in the Bible a lot a lot more. Oh, yeah. You know, like being Absolutely. around guys like you and stuff like that, like that, like people who actually like it where you're connecting all the dots, like you're able to it makes like you said, it, it's looking at the Bible holistically and not mm-hmm. just through chat chapters and picking out what you want. Yeah. To, 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 yeah. <laughs> to do a theme over instead of right. yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And all the more like it it sanctifies Christ in your heart, like, like, like first Peter three talks about, you know, like being ready to make a defense to everyone, you know, uh, who who asks you to give an account for the hope that's in us. You know, we, we need, we need, we need, uh, that in in church. We need to, you know, Christ, like, you know, compelling us to like, uh, unto like zeal for him, uh, and the sanctification of the Holy spirit, the work in our life, like this actually, you know, affecting us and changing Mm -hmm. us, but also, Mm the the head like the knowledge too being able to yeah. you know be ready for an account and, and defense for you know for those who are wondering mm-hmm. you know what is this hope that we're talking about yeah. um and and we need to you know i I, th- I think as as a whole we need to be better about that especially in this day and age that we live in you know the yeah. one that we're set apart for for our society and the way our culture is so have you had like conversations like that where people ask you like why do you love Jesus so much? Like, what's wrong mm. with you? <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, like there's certain things you can answer, but there's certain things that they won't know until they know Jesus. That's true. Like, yeah. like I, I, I love Jesus so intimately for, for ways that other people can't understand because, you know, of the work that he's done in my life, you know, just spending time with him, you know, uh, my, my Bible study, the, well, not mine, God's, but one thing is over Luke 10 42 and just, you know, Mary being just, just so just like, just wanting to sit at the feet of Jesus and wants nothing else just mm-hmm. to sit there at Jesus, learn from him, be with him. Um, and you know, that's been the mark on my life is just sitting at the feet of Jesus. And that's something, you know, uh, you know, non-Christians will understand, mm-hmm. but you know, uh, sharing the hope of, of, you know, for the forgiveness of our sins and how Christ brings that man, like, I love Jesus. Like Jesus first loved me. He's our first love. We need to be brought back to that. That's the biggest thing that we all need to hear is that Christ brings, you know, forgiveness for our sins. And so, you know, when, when someone experiences that and and how much, you know, God loves us and how he came down left his throne, became uh, incarnate, you know, truly, truly God, truly man. What he did on the cross, you know, had the weight of sin on him too, especially all that, you know, excruciating pain, you know, when you, when you can get that in, in your head, you know, as much as you can comprehend it, we can never fully comprehend the depths nor no, the woods no, that Christ no. went for us. But if you can get that in and you accept the gospel, you'll see the beauty of, of the work of God in your life and that the people around you, your family, nature, yeah. how it cries out to, to God. So there's so many ways, you know, that you can answer, you know, why, why do you love Jesus, mm-hmm. man? First of all, he, he died for my sin. Yeah. He put my sin on him. Yeah. He took that, he took that for me. Um, and he defeated death mm-hmm. so I can spend an eternity with him. Mm-hmm. Praise God for that, man. Oh, yeah. so. It's good evangeliz- evangelizing yeah. discussion starters. Yeah. 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 And it's pretty dope. Rebecca, do you have anything? To me, I think just to, we're going to continue building. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> build. We're just going to build this tower. <laughs> this is why I love this topic. It's all about I, Jesus, bro. Yes. Yeah. But what's amazing to me is he did die on the cross for our sins before we were even here. Yeah. 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 Before we were even walking this earth and he knew us and he's like, you know what? I know you're going to be here. 
I already did it for you. So yeah. you're good. You just yeah. have to accept me. And when that happens, like you're you're written in there for life. Yeah. yeah. And I did it before you were even born. Yeah, before any true. of your ancestors like you what? You know where it says where the, the, the lamb was slain before the foundations of yeah. Ephesians one. That's yes. in Ephesians. Okay, yeah. Man, that's beautiful. I'm sorry. I just it just to me it's mind boggling because yeah. I mean we live in such an it's a very quick attention span kind yeah. of world that mm. we live in. And when you stop for a minute and you're wondering why you're here or whatever you're going through. And then for me, it's when I'm wondering, like, I'm like, oh, I made a mistake. And I'm like, wait, we're good. Because <laughs> God forgave me yeah. thousands of years ago. And now I'm here and I get to be free because of that. Like, yeah. wow, what a God we have. Oh, right. Yeah. right? Yeah, I'm, see, I'm wait, okay. So like one of our youth and this is I'm so amazed like what like one of our youth guys told me this and he was like like can you imagine like jesus knows that we're gonna mess up oh yeah like like jesus knows like what he was buying on the cross and he still chose to die for you mm-hmm. and he was like why are we get so sh- like why would why do we shame ourselves and condemn ourselves whenever we fall into sin mm-hmm. if christ knows that he, you were going to do that and when, <laughs> when one of our youth guys told me i'm like I was like taken aback. I was like, yes. "Oh my gosh, you're right!" <laughs> like, why am I like, why am I so like, I don't know, just trying to like convince myself that I want to prove to God that He was right at saving me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was like, "No, like He knows," yeah. and that's yes. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, like even before we asked Christ for forgiveness, He said, "Yes, you're forgiven." Like, dude, like, yeah. what kind of God we serve, man. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, yeah. even before we come to him, he came to us. Yeah. And yeah. oh, the first word in 1 Corinthians 13 that's used to describe love is patience. Yes. No, yes. Like love is, love yes. is patient. Yes. <laughs> love is patient. Like God, is, God is patient with us. And, you know, you're, we're talking about, like, attention spans and, like, the, yes. the world we live in. Like, we have our phones. We have our phones. <laughs> and, I love um, that. We have our phones and, you know, like we have all this instantaneous information at one click of, of, of a touch, you know, just scrolling and we see what we like, we scroll, you know, and so our attention spans, they're really just dwindling yeah. and, yeah. you know, we, we want things now. We want things now. Yeah. Like this thing starts mm-hmm. to lag. We're like, I want a new one. <laughs> Where's the update? Give me the iPhone 16. You know, I, like, I need it. I need this now, you know, but it's like. Man, love, love is patient. Um, so is sitting with Jesus. So is walking yeah. with Jesus. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, it's not like in direct uh, application of this, but like there's a song that says uh, it's like by seasons by Hillsong Worship, and it's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. God could have saved us in a second, instead He sent a child. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like just the theme about you know patience, Christ growing up, you know, yeah. uh, walking. And exactly, you know, the way, we, well, not exactly the way we walk because he's perfect, but oh, yeah. <laughs> walking as humans, walking yeah. in that way, uh, just the, the patience, you know, and, and spending time with God, you know, it, it, it takes um, in a lot of ways patience to know intimacy, mm-hmm. you know, because spending yeah. time in the quiet place, you know, we... And this is another topic. Going to church, you know, oh you go to church. You go. You'll go to church for yeah. two hours, but you know, not even. You know, a lot of people go to church for two hours and not even, you know, stay home and, and read their Bible for five mm-hmm. minutes. You know, a lot of people are going to ch- you know church. It's like it's like a, a, a band aid. Um, you know, in, instead of, you know, going home and you know addressing. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say band aid. Maybe like supplication. Maybe it's mm-hmm. like maybe it's like a supplication pill. You know, like you're taking mm-hmm. this pill instead of like eating healthy or like doing something else like for your body like 
you know, taking care of your body, but maybe you're like taking some other supplication pills. Like that's what churches and, and people aren't doing enough for their body, like spending time yeah. with Christ that they need to, uh, you know, and intimacy comes from those parts, you know, the, like the, the healthiness and the relation, relationship with Christ comes from those parts. Church is awesome. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Pray, I mean, I'm so glad that like God is glorified even through my uh, awesome words. Awesome. I feel like, um, I feel like, man. Amen to that. But yeah. Dude. So no, you're good. No, I just, I wanted to bring, bring back what you were saying, talking about just patience and love and how, how Jesus, cause he, he didn't, God didn't send, send Jesus down, down the form of baby to grow up, to be full, full man, to then die on the cross for us because it took him that long. He did, did that because, because it takes us that long to, to even know, know and choose him. Mm. You, you know, like it, it, he was, he was doing that for, for wow. us, you mm. know, that he could take, take that, take, take that time. And so, but I don't know. I just want, I just want to say that's good. Man. Yeah. Just think about like Jesus' patience. And oh I was like, gosh. that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, and sometimes yeah. you just think like, even if like you're, you're sitting in your car and you're like, the, the car in front of you is going super slow and you're like, <laughs> okay, dang, this is, this is, this sucks. You're super slow. Like why you're not speeding up and you have this impatience. And sometimes you just think like, okay, God, how are you, how are you so patient with me? Cause like, it's been like, <laughs> yeah. what, five years now since I'm the Christian, I still mess up. Like what's going on? <laughs> right. Well, and, and, and God, and Jesus' patience we're, I don't know about y'all, I am impatient every day yeah, that everything too. in my me life too. hasn't yeah. come to fruition yet. Every, every, Dude, everything. Same. You know, Just not when I'm 20, when I came here, bro. <laughs> and then G Jesus, he 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 was the son of God. He, he was full, fully knowing that he was the son of God, fully knowing everything that he was going to do and how much of an impact, which is, it was the biggest impact that uh, to to current day that has, has ever happened on planet, planet Earth, you know? And he had to wait till he was 30. Yeah, he had to wait. He had to wait thirty years just so he could do yeah. something. You know, yeah. like that's crazy. That's like I can't. I can't wait. Wait. Wait that long. Like I'm yeah. like, he's the son of God. But yeah, no, I just, yeah. I just went. Uh, you good? It's pretty dope. <laughs> and, like, I just like we could all just like like man, we're all just going because we just love Jesus. Like yes, that's yes. that's what he's doing. You know, we're talking about like why do you love Jesus? Like look what he's doing right now. Yeah. Okay? So yes. we just want to talk about him and praise him. Your gratitude, baby. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny so that because I, I have the top top like questions here, and it's what's so funny because I'm trying. I was trying to pick out questions to say, but it was so difficult because we've like we've already covered pretty much all all, all of them. <laughs> we, for the, yeah. Like I was going through them, and I was like, no, we talked about that. We talked about <laughs> what? But, like, but I think that's such a. But we we even talked about stuff that. We, we didn't even think about to yeah. put down and I just and like you were saying like going going around talking about Jesus like that's such a like it's just we just we, we love love Jesus and yeah. we could we could go on on and on because he he can go go, go on yes. and on you yes. know and so yeah. oh gosh that's awesome man I, know. I didn't know that I was like Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was gonna last I'm, us I'm like an hour I'm now right now <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought they were gonna last us to like an hour and an, an hour and a twenty and I'm like, holy cow! Well, like, we actually did cover. Like, I, like, I know I was like going through that, but that, that's just, I, that's just, I think that's a testament to what the Holy Spirit's doing, doing right now. Yeah. Yes. you know, yeah. and so, and, and having patience with us. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Same. I know you're not on topic, but I, I'm encouraging I, you. So I, keep going. This is like keep like, but like it's like, but we can't like, but in everything we talked about too, it's it's the, but the reason why we're jump, jumping around, around is because like they're what's so awesome is that all the event, all the events. 
in the in the Bible, for the most part, like in the Old Testament, even though it does pro- prophesy the com- mm-hmm. coming of Jesus, it happened then and it kind of stayed stayed there. You know, some yeah. somebody died and it took a while to you know we, when when Joseph died, it took a while while till Moses brought brought everybody out of Egypt. You know, there was yeah. there was it took some time to for some uh, stuff to come to uh, fruition there. But with with Jesus though, it's like there are these two like almost cataclysmic events happening yes. of the birth of a human <laughs> of God coming down to be a human, human baby, <laughs> yes. which is just insane and crazy. Yeah, but like it's like how like you're like in a manger, all the stuff we talked about, and then then he then he decides you know I'm going to wait 30 years, then do do my ministry, and then you know, I'm going to die on the cross for everybody's sins in the entire world for all of eternity. You know, it sounds like a pretty good idea. And, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, <laughs> and so it's just there's there's so much time in between there yeah. of what of what Jesus the the coming the coming of Jesus the pro- prophecy of Jesus the birth of Christ what he did did here on earth which was cra- crazy yeah. and then what he's what uh he did did for us which is we've seen a fruition now because we're here alive and then what what he's go- going to do you know yeah. and for so, me I don't know I look at that and yeah. I I in that self I believe it's a prophecy for what God's coming to do oh my gosh yes yeah, we're we waiting we're yeah. waiting yeah. we're waiting for you <laughs> and every day we're like jesus come and he's yeah. like it's my, jesus. <laughs> it's my time it's my time he's like you're gonna yes. do this sometime. he's like he's like do you want to see how patient i've been watch the fruition oh, yeah. of this first plan Dang. and if we're gonna continue yeah. oh, gosh it's so weird because like you guys mentioned that because like again like this we're doing this in the name of like ending advent and that's like the purpose of what advent is it's mm-hmm. like advent is supposed to like take us back to like the reality. Yeah, Christ came back. Like Christ already came to the world mm. to save us from our sins. But at the same time, the real advent for our time mm-hmm. is when Jesus comes back and he's going to renew all things. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to like <laughs> so <dig. laughs> I feel like we're like waiting. I mean, sorry, like, sorry, sorry, sorry for five... anybody who's like a Cowboys fan, but like he's like, we're waiting for the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Which one is never gonna happen? That's no, I'm really. So, but this one is. is. I listen. I love the Cowboys. I have patience. All right, listen. I can. I'll wait. I'll wait. Wait a minute. We were just talking about your impatience. <laughs> 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 Wait a minute. <laughs> listen. Hey, how, long you, how long you guys been waiting? <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> it's about 1995. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the wow. thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna hot take, all right? Oh, don't you dare. Until Christ comes back, the Cowboys are not gonna win the Super Bowl. That's wow. So wow. Wow. It's gonna wow. be like the minute they go wow. to the Super Bowl. <laughs> 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 Like, I'm gonna start with the sheep from the ghost. The ghosts are the ones who'll be like, no, no we need no. the ghost. We need more time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. That'll be interesting That's to crazy. see. <laughs> oh, my oh, Lord. Yeah. Sorry. Ethan, it seems like you're kind of you're kind of cooking right there. Oh. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I was just going to say, like, you know, Revelation 22, 17 says, the spear and the bride say, come. Mm. And let the one who hears uh, say, come. And let the one who is thirsty come. Let the one who wishes take the water of life without cost. 
um, you know, you're just adding on to, you know, what Advent is. We're, we're, we're waiting for the, for the return of Christ. Uh, and, you know, we're talking about being patient. Like God teaches us to be patient. We need to be patient in this. And at the same time, we need to be out sharing the gospel. We need to be mm-hmm. patient in our own lives with yes. the work that God's doing. In our, we got, yeah, we got to be patient sure. with ourselves as well. Yeah. Um, and, and the work that the sanctification that, that's being done in our lives because, uh, you know, it's a process. We mm-hmm. progress over our life, mm-hmm. over our lifetime. And so, you know, it, it just also blows my mind that this, the spirit is saying come to like God is just ready to come back for his, his yeah. and come get his bride. Yes. Well, and oh, sorry. Do you, do you have, do you have more? Ahead, oh, no, I, no, I just, I wanted to, you know, I, I, I want to keep, I want to try to, um, you know, like, uh, there, there's a lot of times where I feel like, uh, you know, when we're talking, we're, we don't, uh, we tend, we tend to not, not always consider the new, new believers or pe- people who are listening mm-hmm. are like, yeah. Hey, like y'all are talking a lot about Jesus, but I don't know what to do. I need, I need, yeah. I need a list. Like I'm, I'm like that. I'm like, give me like, like three, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like give me, yes. give me a list, give me a to do. Yeah. And, um, and unfortunately, like if it, there's new believers, like you kind of, it's just it like territory of coming to Christ in that sanctification is that Jesus, he's going to show you that every day and you're going to, you're going to, going to walk with that. But, but also, you know, if we can help any people out, it's like, I don't know. I feel like God's, he's hammering a lot on like patience right now with yeah. the, this yeah. and like the birth, how long, how long the Israelites waited for, for the, uh, for the Messiah, for Jesus to be born. And there's, there's people that are, there's people that are waiting for things to happen in their life. But I feel like, it, there's there are people that are wait, waiting to to may, maybe they're just waiting to feel feel that that love love of Christ that that love of Jesus maybe they haven't felt that that hug and that love from, from the Savior yet mm-hmm. you know yeah. and so I guess like is there and it doesn't have to be like three but you know are, are there some things like y'all could say to maybe encourage or things to do for those those people that are waiting they're like I am pressing in I'm doing everything I can but I'm not feeling anything from Jesus you know like yeah um did you have anything to say. Did you, I, I can I can chirp in a little bit. Yeah, uh, and you don't uh, have to answer right away. Too. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm, 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 my answer is not going to be exhaustive or you know cover everything. But you know, one thing for sure is that you know, like that life, we we can't we can't uh, uh, add one day to our life by worrying about something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can't be a, a baby and fast forward ten years, and we can't you know force things in our life. Like our life is is one of of time where we're. Um, you know, time is a part of us. You know, we have to live day by day, yeah. uh, minute by minute, second by second, you know, uh, eating, drinking, you know, doing things that are, you know, repetitious. We don't get tired of eating because it's like, man, we're hungry. So, mm-hmm. you know, like towards, you know, like maybe we can have a, a, the same attitude towards, um, you know, waiting on other things in our life. Not that, um, you know, I don't know exactly what that might look like in someone in, in someone's life. But sure. um, yeah, I, I don't I don't I, I got lost where I was going with that. So yeah, one of y'all can. I think it was referring on. to like the um, what would you, why what would we say to those who are like who doesn't feel the love of Christ? No, to the to those who to those who don't don't feel to those who are they're wait they're waiting they're waiting on G, like Jesus to 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 be to be healed in, in their soul and their their spirit and to uh, like they're they've made that decision they made that decision uh, for Christ but they don't feel like and they're pre- pressing everything everything in but they're not they're not they don't feel that that reciprocation that that word from Christ maybe maybe a little bit, bit lost does that is that kind of does that make sense sense or mm-hmm. so I think for yeah Rebecca go ahead for for me I think it's pray yeah I mean you can't force it yeah so study your bible find a fellowship find people that are maybe struggling the same way or maybe they're not mm-hmm. and find people that you can be with and completely comfortable in the fact that you're like, I'm not sure 
Because, yeah. of course, we all as Christians, I think, have gone through a couple of spells where we're like, oh, mm. yeah. <laughs> don't really yeah. feel, you know? Yeah. And so when we go through that, I think it's helpful to find people who maybe aren't even going through that, but understand you. Yeah. And so, and then pray about it. Yeah. Mm. And if you don't feel or don't see the Lord working for you, look back, look at everything he's already done. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I know it's hard, especially in times of deep struggle or deep pain to look back and it's always hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Oh, yeah. And then you look back and you're like, he was with me the entire time. Yeah. There, I chose that road instead of that one. I went this way instead of that way. And then pray over it and pray that the Holy Spirit fills your heart, that he comes in, that he's with you. That's good. And in yeah. times where you don't feel it is the times that you need to read the Bible the more. Mm. Good. So you just have to. Yeah. Because at that point, it will reveal things to you that you need to see. Yeah. And my good. dad and I, we always play game, especially when we're having somebody in the hospital or something struggling. And we're like, I need God to speak to me now. We'll take a Bible. And typically you go to New Testament. You can try Old Testament, but we like the New Testament. And you randomly, you close your eyes and you just flip through. And then you open it and you find a passage and you just read. Mm. Just read that passage and take notes or do whatever, or pray over it. And it doesn't always reveal exactly what you want to hear, but it makes you feel closer to God because you're mm. in that struggle and you're still reading about him. Mm. And that has always been encouraging as a Christian to yeah. go to do something like that, especially with somebody that you love. So yeah. it's good. Yeah. Yeah. John yeah, 17 does talk about, you know, yeah. you know, like being sanctified by the word and how yeah, this word is truth. Yeah. And, you know, Psalm 1911, you know, I kept your word in my heart, so I might not sin against you. But, you know, these this is, you know, ways that we worship God. And, and God also says he's looking for people that worship him in spirit and in truth, truth, you know. Mm-hmm. If if we're just, you know, worship worshiping him in theological truths, you know, we're we're missing the other part, you know, worship him in spirit, you know, in prayer. You know, this is how we worship God, mm-hmm. you know. We're, we're, we're having a conversation with God. We're, we're spending time with him. We're submitting. We're, we're uh, you know becoming undignified in the things that we do and just calling on God. Because like also in second Corinthians, you know, Paul, you know, uh, you know, pleading with God to remove that thorn from his flesh, mm-hmm. you know, like God replies, my grace is sufficient for you for power is, is my power is perfected in weakness, you know? And Paul's like, gladly I will boast <laughs> about my weakness so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. Um, you know, uh, this is something that like you, you, you learn, um, over time, but, you know, the, the power of Christ really is is um, made perfect in our weakness. Amen. And that's something that we need to look to, cling to. Um, you know, like I'm weak, Christ is strong, but he's my strength. You know, you can talk about Philippians 4 if you mm-hmm. want to know about that. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, going going through like hard times, like with your weaknesses, going through insults, like Paul was talking about, he's content with his weaknesses, content with insults, content with his distresses, with his persecutions, with his difficulties. For Christ's name's sake, mm-hmm. you know that's that's the other half of it. For for Christ's name's sake, because of who Christ is, what He did yeah. for me, who He is, um, and what I'm not. That's the whole point. Yeah. But you know, like clean, like it, it's more than just about a feeling at the end of the day. But it's yeah. just resting and abiding mm-hmm. and knowing who Christ is, what He did for us. Um, yeah. You know, and and it's not always like there's not always a, a, a you know a perfect solution. You know, like for, for, you know, maybe you, I say perfect solution through things that you're going through. Like you try to, like, you're trying to figure it out. No, like let God do the work, trust and, and, and abide in that. Like, um, there's more that can be said. I think you have something to say as well. Oh yeah. Um, cause like, I, like there's an analogy that 
was given to me. And they said, like, think of yourself as like a prisoner, basically. And you're in prison and there's this war going on in the world. Let's just say World War III became a thing. And you're in this prison, you're, you're held captive. And then there's this one person that opened the door for you and said, the war has ended. The enemy has been defeated. Get out of the, pr- get out of the prison and tell everyone else that it's over. You're not going to stay in the prison, but yet you're not going to feel the immediate effect of the victory. It's good. You know? And I think that's what, that's what, like, that's what the, the gospel does to mm-hmm. us is that as of right now, like Christ has won over sin and death. He told us that there's going to be an end to suffering. There's going to be an end to evil. There's going to be an end to sin, but it's not, it's not going to happen just yet. It's good. Yeah. But we have to hold to hold fast to the truth that the, the, that the battle has won, Yeah. that mm. the victor is coming. The king has finally conquered. Yeah. We are just waiting for that, for the king to come back That's good. and that we get to dwell with him and that we get to rest with him forever. That's good. So mm. I think right now, like, yes, it might not be immediate. You might not feel like mm. you've been freed, but the thing is, is like your feelings is, does not justify your standing with God. Right. The truth That's about good. who Christ says that you are does. Mm. When Christ says that you have been forgiven, when Christ says that you are already blameless before God, believe that. Yeah. Even though there are times I don't feel that. There are times I feel like, man, I still like, I feel like God still hated me because mm-hmm. I, I kept messing up. But that's not the truth. Like the victory has been won. Mm-hmm. Believe that. Yeah. I don't know if you guys um, have you guys like uh, heard of the um during World War II. There's a um, there's this there's the thing called D Day, and then there's the V Day. Mm. Do you guys mm. know what the V Day was? Uh, Victory Day. I don't know. Like there, there's this thing where it's like after D Day, basically there's this V Day thing where it's like, um, it's 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 when, the, um, I can't remember which uh, uh, is it yeah. the Allied forces <laughs> or I don't know. I can't remember. I'm so bad at this. But basically, <laughs> when the V Day was announced, that means like the end of World War II was approaching meaning mm. it's done like all the enemies have been defeated yeah. but it's just like it's it it's still not it's still not like an official victory just yet but it's it's finally been won yeah. and sure. I think that's where we are right now yeah. yeah that's where we are right now i think that's something that we hold steadfast to and that and that's why we get to especially in advent we get to hope in that future coming of christ that's good renewing all things because like you never know, he might come back here in five seconds or ten seconds or maybe in twenty four hours. Yeah. But the truth still stands. King mm-hmm. has won. You know, um, the uh, Egypt has been defeated. They have been drowned in the Red Sea, right? <laughs> Red Sea. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but but yeah, and like it's over yeah. now. Again, you don't have to feel it. You just gotta believe it. Mm-hmm. And good. I think if you if you don't have, I would say if you. If you feel like, oh, I can't believe it enough, look to the resurrection. The fact that like we were just talking about this uh, earlier, it's like if you want to disprove Christianity, prove or uh, prove that the the resurrection wasn't real. Mm -hmm. But since we all know that the resurrection was real, that the Savior was risen, we get to hope in that truth that he's going to come back for his bride. And you know what? I'm excited for oh, it. Oh yeah, you're excited for it. <laughs> yeah. So, <but> yeah. <laughs> and I'll say for new believers, heart is deceitful. Don't trust it. Good. Yeah. So Good. when you're yeah. not feeling it, depend on your faith. Yeah. yeah, that will carry you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and you know, not leaning on our own understanding yes. is, is yes. huge. Is huge. Trust in the Lord. Yeah, That's what, it, what mm-hmm. it says. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's good. It's good. Man, we're an hour fifteen. So good. Do you wanna? 
Man, yeah, Do I you think. Want to post this? Or yeah, does I mean, is there any any final before we close? Any final comments, remarks, statements you want to make to anybody that might be listening or anything like that? Or I pray that this finds everyone well. That yeah. this has at least deepened the faith, yeah. or mm-hmm. maybe this has encouraged people to go and research it. Yeah, because of yeah. course, you. I hope you trust us, but <laughs> <laughs> go in the Bible and find it. Believe yes. it for yes. yourself. Right. Always, yeah. always refer back to the text that he left for us. Yeah. That's good. And from there, continue to build the faith. That's yeah. the only thing I would ever encourage anybody to do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not about just like what it's not about what we say. You know, our words don't stand on their own. They stand on the truth of scripture. You know, go weigh them, go test them. You know, but you know, all these things that we're talking about Christ and how how he's our hope and, and our peace is found in him. You know, like if you don't know that today. I, we all want to encourage you here is mm-hmm. that uh, there's mm-hmm. hope found in Christ and there, this really uh, does a work in our heart. And, and um, I've been through this. I'm, I'm sure you all have been like, you know, experienced the peace of, of, of God that, you know, surpasses all understanding. Yeah. And you don't know where that where that's come from. You can't explain it. You can't mm-hmm. describe it. All I can say, that's God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't felt that before, I want to encourage you just, just uh, seek his face and, and, you know, just abide in the truth that the battle is won. Like there's nothing you can do. Just, just now we're just waiting for the King to come back. He's already conquered, you know, yeah. so yeah. Amen. abide in that. That's good. Dang. Thank you. Abide. abide. Do you want to close yeah. in prayer, bro? Yeah, man. Yeah. I, uh, right. well, and, and I think and we've kind of talked about this before in, in our prayer, uh, you know, we want to, uh, you know, it's not necessarily an altar call, but just a call and asking, you know, if you, if you want to accept, accept the Jesus into glory your heart, like today, today can be, today can yeah. be that yeah. day. Yeah. You know? I just want, yeah. I just like, speak of that, dude, thank you for saying that. Yeah, Cause yeah, like yeah. we want like the listeners or whoever's like listening to kind of like, if you, if God is actually working in your heart, yes. we want you to find like a, like a believer that you know, there has to be Please. one person that you know mm-hmm. who is a believer and tell them about like, Hey, God's been working in my heart. I want to give my life to Christ. And I kid you not, that person's going to go berserk. Oh and my they're gosh. Go crazy. Yes. And they're going to be like, yes. And they're going to go be like, yeah, that's a party. And then like, Hey, I'm going to, I want to meet, you know, I want you to meet all these people in the church. Yes. And that's the, like, that's the first steps is mm-hmm. like find a, find a believer that you can trust and like tell them about the mm-hmm. news and, and, get planted in a gospel centered Bible believing church. We want you yes, to please. be in community. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. this is what, like this podcast right here is also community. Like we want you to be surrounded with many believers. Cause I don't know mm-hmm. who said this earlier, but don't fight the devil alone. Like mm-hmm. we want you to be in like, you're like the Christian life is going to be a battle Yes, and you're going to be, you're going to need soldiers um, with you. And that's what I think Ephesians six was all about. Like when he was, when Paul was referring to like, you know, have like, well, the belt, belt of salvation, I think, mm-hmm. or the helmet of salvation, belt of truth, all this kind of stuff. It, it He wasn't just referring to like you specifically as an individual, but mm-hmm. as a, as a, as a church, as a body, like he was yes. like, y'all, yes. y'all need to wear this. So, be planted in a community and yeah. And it, it really helps you with your Christian walk being surrounded by believers yes. like because they, they encourage you. Like these group of individuals right here on this table right now, like you all encourage me, yes. like knowing y'all's testimony, knowing y'all's zeal for God, like really adds a lot to like my belief. The fact that, oh man, like, you know what? No, like I have my brothers and sisters in Christ who gets to have the same hope as I do. And that encourages you a lot. So yeah, just be planted in a Bible-believing church. Yes. And yes. be in community. 
but they, dude, dude, thank you for saying that. Dude, no problem, man. No, thank you for getting that. So. No, no, thank you for. I literally, I, I couldn't. You couldn't have put it uh, at any better, dude. That was perfect. I could, I couldn't have word, word of that. That was awesome. Thank you. I think that's the caffeine. Speaking. Heck yeah, that's sponsored by Lenny News. Have you all seen that meme of the turtle? I don't know exactly what his name is, but playing the saxophone. Y'all, have y'all seen that? Maybe he's like doing the beat, and he has a sunglasses. Y'all haven't seen that? Uh-uh. Okay, I've watched that like probably like five hundred times. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but. If anyone has seen that, knows what I'm talking about. Like that's heaven. Like when you put your faith yes. and trust in Christ, heaven's rejoicing over that. Know that. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> you know it's better than this little turtle playing a saxophone, vibing with sunglasses on. But I'm just saying, I'm just kidding. They're not doing that literally. But I mean, they are rejoicing. And, they are, and, yeah. And you have, yes. you have heaven rejoicing uh, over you coming to uh, 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 forgiveness and freedom and Christ, Amen. and you know, repenting. Um, and you know, also, uh, you want to like just display what the gospel is. Oh wait, what? Like Sorry. display like what the gospel <laughs> is. Display. Maybe. Yeah, like put it on display. Oh for yeah. Maybe those who are. No, yeah. I mean, like the fact that the gospel is not something that you do. Uh, it's something that's, all, that's that's been already been done. Mm-hmm. Um, news is not you do. News is something that's announced after an event. So the good news is that. You know, starting at the birth of Jesus. You know, that the Jesus came into the world. And again, we were talking about earlier in the manger, the most dirty, most broken, most filthy parts of the world. And so he still chose to draw and, and draw near to us in spite of our brokenness, in spite of our sin, in spite of our filth. He still chose to dwell among us and live the perfect life that we could never live. And praise God for that because we can never be perfect before God. Mm-hmm. But in the, with that, having that perfect life, he also went to Calvary. He yeah. also went to the cross to satisfy God's wrath, to pay, um, to pay the wages of our sin. You know, yeah. like he on the cross, again, 2 Corinthians 5.21 says that on the cross, uh, he who knew no sin became sin so that in him, in Christ, we might become the righteousness of God, that we might be blameless before God. Yeah. But the thing is, is like that did not just stop there. Like the gospel continues in his resurrection. That when Jesus rose from the dead, he told basically sin and death that you're defeated, yes, you're yeeted, yes. you're done. And <laughs> he walked out of that tomb and he proclaimed, you know, uh, I think he he proclaimed to um, those who, are ca- who have been captive that that the victory is here. Yeah. And when Jesus ascended to the heaven, that's like, I think that's something that we're missing is that when Jesus ascended to the heaven, he's not just sitting at the right hand of God. He's interceding for us. He became that high priest who is praying for us, who is continually, like, uh, do, um, continually making that sacrifice for us for eternity. That's Christ, like, that he ne- He has never been in us, never forgot about us. Um, that's him thinking about us and telling God, like, hey, I died for that person, spared that person. That's good. And, and that's him interceding for us, praying for us. But the gospel does not, does not just stop there. Like, the gospel is also Jesus is coming back for his bride, yes. yeah. you know? Yes. And that's something that we get to hope and to look to in Advent is that, that um, Jesus will end all suffering and evil in the world yeah. and that he will reconcile us with God forever. He will bring heaven down to earth and that he's not just, he's not just gonna make things better. He's gonna make things new. Yeah. Like that is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like all broken things in this world will be renewed and we get to dwell with God forever and ever. And that's, that's the gospel. And I think that's something that if you believe that, Praise God, you're in the faith. (laughs) If you believe in that truth that Christ did all of that for you, even just for you, if you believe specifically for you, 
you are in the faith. You have been, you're a new creature in Christ and that in him, you're no longer condemned because for, there's no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. Amen. So, Amen. But yeah. Amen. Amen. Man, Mark, thank you. Thank you, yes. brother. Thank yeah. you, man. I'm a guest. Yeah. I feel like I'm a guest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been awesome having you all. Yeah. Yes, thank, you for having me. thank you for having me on the podcast, Ethan and Joe. <laughs> but yeah, oh, so um, who wants to yeah. do the closing prayer? Feels cold too. Yeah, I guess I can I can pray a prayer real quick. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Well, uh, just uh, thank you, Lord, just for uh, just for bringing Rebecca and uh, Ethan here today, God. Just uh, thank you, God, just for just all the com- conversation we we've, we've been having, and I just pray that to any listeners uh, that heard this, that this has touched touched them in the spirit, yeah. that this was uh, words that that the Holy Spirit wanted them to wanted them to hear. I pray that we said the right right things that you yeah. want us to say, Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, I pray more than anything that more unbelievers hear this, God. Let's hear the gospel, Lord, as, as Mark put, Father, and um, just so we can preach your name. And then your loving name, I pray. Amen. 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 Thank, you, Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Ethan and Thank Rebecca, you. guys. Thank you guys so, so much. Awesome. So much. Yes. But, um, yeah, dude. Um, how do you close this? Oh, I <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Uh, we'll just th- thank you everybody for, uh, for listening to the catch up podcast. Uh, if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, you can me- email us at catch up podcast, 2023 at gmail.com. Bro, you should know that. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, bro, but I like doing the, I like doing the thing. Okay, <laughs> like that's, that's our, that's the our thing. thing. I point to it to you. Oh, and you're like, <laughs> nice. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Uh, but, uh, no, just th- thank you again. Just Ethan, Rebecca, just for coming on the podcast. And, uh, we will talk to you all later. Yeah. Merry Christmas guys. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>